What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Rob Morris. You're listening to the Rims and Nets podcast, episode 27. Um, I've been gone for a while. Obviously, I, I let you guys know bef- uh, beforehand that I would be taking a few weeks off, so I have been. Uh, obviously, I've moved to a new apartment, so I've just been adjusting to that. And get, you know, you know how it goes with people have moved away before you experience that all the all the necessary things that you have to do. So plus right now I'm on vacation from my full time job. So I've finally had, you know, a lot of free time on my hands. So I feel I figured like this that I probably put in maybe two shows this week to make up for lost time. Obviously, it's been probably, I would say, about three, close to three and a half weeks since I did my last show. I think my last show was on November 23rd. Um, if you guys might be hearing some music in the background. Um, it's not, I, I, I tested, it's not that loud, but thought maybe I could put a little background music in, you know, a few episodes here and there to spice it up a bit every now and then instead of just silence. Uh, I believe this is a, a, a old 250 cent uh, instrumental that might be playing in the background if anybody's hearing that, but just to something to to get me motivated. But uh, but obviously I'm you know this is my passion. I am motivated, but it's always just something to spice things up instead of having the same dull sound on every episode. But anyways, to start out. It's a lot I had to cover. This is going to be a really long show. I thought about maybe doing three segments because there's so much information that I'm going to put out for this show this week. Um, we'll start out with high school basketball because that just started out. Um, a lot of schools just started in the beginning of December. Some schools started in November. I think uh, some of the main schools that I'm going to cover started in Nove- uh, late, just late November, right after the Thanksgiving day football games they started out their season so but most most schools you know in the new england area they started in early december so we're going to get you caught up with that uh give you the top teams in each state um how well they, i mean what i expect from them and the all the high expectations of those teams this year and what the, the possible capabilities of possibly going all the way to, to states and and you know, the big games and stuff will also preview some of the big games as well. Those teams will be playing during the year. But also, we'll get you caught up with that all week. Um, having updates. The website, obviously, I've been behind in that as well. I still haven't finished the last part of the uh, 1 through 20. I'll get into that this week since I had the free time. Um, I'll definitely get that done for you guys. I'm sorry about the wait. Hopefully, this will be the last break that I have. I'll be consistent week in and week out. Um, like I said, just ha- I've had a lot to do outside of this, you know, moving twice within like, let's say in a span of two to three months. So that's a lot, but was able to get it all done. I'm happy that it's all done. And now it's just focusing on work, you know, focusing on the grind. I love doing this and I want to keep doing it. So I hope people didn't think I quit. 
No, I'm not a quitter, man. I, I always stay consistent on what I do, and this is this is what I love to do. So hopefully, one day this will jump off to something big. But I know um, it's my first year doing it. Not even a year into it yet, and still trying to push a thousand downloads. Probably at maybe about um, cl- closing in on seven hundred soon. So hopefully in a few months, which you know, I probably say March was like the first episode I had so hopefully in March I'll quote uh, I'll get the thousand mark that'll be a minus milestone for me so I just appreciate the support I know I mean I've seen enough support you know me not even doing any shows I thought that was really great seeing some new areas that we hit that we normally didn't hit before um, like I said I'm trying to get on more um, avenues get on more um, podcast stations still working on Apple Music or Apple Podcast. Um, they really have a, a strenuous, um, strenuous way to get on. So I'm just trying to figure that out. But once I do, I'll try to get it on there. I know that's going to hit a big audience if I do that. But like I said, slowly but surely, getting everything growing with the website and, and the podcast. So and I appreciate the support. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Rims and Nets, uh, the page. You can just like it. We'd love to get to 50, close to 100 likes soon, you know. But I know I'm still just trying to get notoriety, get people to notice me. So it's it's a slow process, but uh, Hush's ambition is complete. <laughs> this used to be my joint back in the day. But anyways, but yeah, so like I said, we'll we'll focus on high school to start out. Um, we'll get into, you know, the Celtics, you know, their, right now, their issues right now with injuries, it's, it's been really bad for them. I mean, they got Gordon Hayward back, and now, ever since Gordon Hayward came back, they've had other string of injuries that have happened. So, especially in the big man. You know, they have two big guys that are going to be out for a long extended period of time. I'll get into that later on in the show. Um, you know, you know, of course, well, probably the last time I, I talked about the Celtics in the last podcast, they were just wrapping up that West Coast road trip. So going to try to um, continue on that bridge. And um, they've been sliding a bit, obviously, with the injuries and stuff, they've been able to haven't been able to um, stay consistent. But overall, they've ha- they still got a good record. But like I said, we'll get into that um, in the latter half of the show. And then also, probably to end the show, we'll get into uh, some college basketball. Um, how well, you know, the teams locally are doing. Um, I think you, the biggest surprise, I think, is Yale. The Yale Bulldogs have had a, a strong start, 9-3. We'll get into that, you know, and probably to conclude the show, we'll get into that part of the show on probably segment two. But for right now, we're going to get started with high school basketball. I know some people might be excited about it, but this is really what I like to focus on more than anything. This is this what intrigues me more than anything. I know you're going to see... You know, Celtic talk anywhere you go. You're going to see college basketball talk in most other podcasts. But I feel like this is where I kind of differentiate 
from other podcasters is I talk about high school basketball and I want to really get into it in depth. I would love to travel and go to games and stuff, but obviously my budget's not where it needs to be. But when it does, I will be giving you updates on games that I'll probably travel to. Like, I'm still looking like looking for a, I have two jobs right now, but I would love to have like a third job where I, I do travel where I'm not having to like finance it on my own. Like people will finance it for me or anyone that would be interested in, you can email me. If anyone that's interested that would like me to cover their games, whether it's in the high school level, I'm very interested. You guys can, anybody that's listening can contact me on my email, rims and nets content at yahoo.com. I'll spell it out for you guys. R I M S double N E T S content c-o-n-t-e-n-t at yahoo.com so just contact me anytime on on that email if you have any suggestions ideas um show topics you want me to cover just hit me up on that email i check it periodically but all right so let's get started we'll start with massachusetts the top teams in mass Obviously, the top dogs are in a Oh, it's great. It's an ad. I don't have the. I don't have the ad free. Okay. All right. They skipped it. Word. All right. All right. So all right. So the top dog in in mass is definitely going to be Link English Bulldogs. Um, they made it all the way to the championship game last year. Um, they played against uh, Putnam, Putnam in uh, Springfield, Mass, which they had a really good team as well. So the biggest returnee is uh, Janelle Guzman, the point guard. Um, I have him ranked, I believe, 86 on my top 100, Rims and Nets top one, which you can find out on my website, um, rimsandnets.com, R-I-M-S-N-E-T-S.com. Uh, go visit it if you haven't visited already. It's on there on the first few articles, um, 80 through 100. You should, you'll find Janelle Guzman on there. I have him ranked in the 80s, uh, particularly 86, I believe I have him ranked. Um, yeah, so he's, he's a really uh, exceptional guard that can, uh, is really good at dribble penetration, getting in the lane, creating for his teammates, and... Um, they also was able, like I said, they lost a few guys. Alonzo Linton comes to mind as a guy that they lost to um, graduation. Um, yeah, so they still have a lot of players back from last year's team, but that was probably the big piece that they lost. They were able to get a uh, transfer um, from St. Mary's, which is also in Lynn, a high school in Lynn. Um, forward, I don't know if I'm going to say it right, but Adamin Badmus. He's six seven, so he's a big fella, about the same size as Linton. So Linton was around that same size, so he'll probably be playing uh, pretty much the same position that Linton played. Um, like I said, they got a big non-conference schedule. They'll be playing some games in Do- uh, South Dakota. Um, I think they play two games in South Dakota. They'll also be playing in the um, in the basketball hoop hall. 
um, tournament in Springfield in January. I believe they'll be playing against Eastern Catholic. They also have non-conference games against Mansfield, Tech Boston, and Acton and Boxborough. I believe they play Acton and Boxborough next week. So if anyone's interested in that game, that's going to be a big game. Um, Acton and Boxborough has got a really talent, which we'll get into that team next. Acton and Boxborough has got one of the better players in the state in Shea uh, Doherty. He had a brother that graduated probably, I believe, last year. So he's a younger brother. He's probably more better than his older brother. Has a much better chance of playing in D1 level. Uh, These big kids, 6'8", 215, like he's, he's got great size. Uh, uh, D1 scouts are definitely looking at him. So that's uh, uh, definitely a, um, the game to really see where Link Linglish will be or how good they can be. They do well in that game. And obviously, they you know, they play in a tough non-conference schedule to really test them. Um, I think their non-conference schedule is probably going to be tougher than their conference schedule. I don't think there's any teams in their conference that really compete with those those, you know, those giants that I just mentioned. You know, Tech Boston's consistent every year. They're always a good team every year. One of the better teams in Boston. And then you got Mansfield, one of the better teams in the South Shore. And then you got Acton Boston, one of the better teams in the, in the western part of Mass. All in one schedule. And then you go to South Dakota for a few games. Then you play Eastern Catholic. That plays in Connecticut. Got some Snoop Dogg playing in the background. I don't know if you guys hear it. But, yeah, so that is going to be... Something special to see those games. I would love to um, see, you know, watch attend one of those games, but it looks like that's not gonna happen. I, I mean, hopefully, I hopefully maybe I'll try my best to see if I could save up for to go to Springfield for those games. Those there's a lot of uh, good good games. Um, one of the bet probably the top schools in New England playing that in that tournament. Uh, if you're interested, it's the uh, Springfield, you know, the Hall of Fame that is out there. They have a, a, a big high school tournament in January. It's, I believe it's in January 15th. It's like a few days. It's like three to four days. It's a whole weekend. And it's just it's a bunch of top teams in, in Mass and Connecticut and, and pretty much in the whole New England area. You know, all those top prep schools. I think Brewster Academy's playing. We, we all know how talented they are along with Putnam Academy in Connecticut. So, anyone interested, you know, you're going to have to get your tickets as soon as possible because they're probably selling out those some big-time games uh, out there. I think there's also some, uh, I think Sierra Cannon will be out there as well. Sierra Cannon got some other national powers that will be there as well. Y'all know, you know, Bronny, Bronny James plays for Sierra Cannon, and they got a stacked team as well. So I, if, I was, if I was a basketball fan, I'd, I'd get out there to Springfield and watch all those games and, you know, get to experience that. If, I did, if it doesn't happen this year, I'll definitely do it next year. I'm definitely going to try to do, make a trip out there. Maybe I'll have a few people that I'm working with. It would be nice to, to – experience some make make those experiences and make it happen and definitely you know do some live you know live updates and stuff like that with those games that would be awesome do like live streams and stuff like i have a lot of ideas i just got to put it into into motion but that would be a great idea to like get out there but if it doesn't happen this year it'll probably happen next year for sure all right so the next game 
I mean, excuse me, next team in, in Massachusetts that's going to turn some heads is Acton Boxborough. We just mentioned that uh, Lincoln English is going to play them. But they're one of the top teams as well. They got one of the better players in the state. Uh, Shade already, big fella, 6'7", six, 6'8", six, size. Expect him to, you know, be good all year for them. Um, they, like I said, just like Ling English, pretty hat. Like they got a pretty, um, they got a pretty weak non-conference schedule. So they have a couple of non-conference games. Like I said, Ling English we just mentioned is probably their um, biggest game of the year. And then uh, they also have a huge game against uh, Catholic Memorial in February. So look out for that. If I'm not mistaken, I think they lost their first game. I have to double check that. They lo- they lost their first game. So hopefully that's not a trend. I, I expect them to be pretty good this year. They made it far into the um states last year. They got one of the better players in the state, so hopefully that translates. Alright, so the next team, um, which they got some talent. Pretty much in that backcourt, one of the best backcourts in the state, Catholic Memorial. Um, Curtis Henderson is an unbelievable scorer. He's an unbelievable scorer, and basically, he's he's got a lot of playmaking abilities. You know, he can pass and and score. Um, at the two guard position, you got Spencer Aronson. That pretty much gives them veteran leadership that they need, which he's probably the lone senior. I mean, he has they have a few seniors, but he's probably the biggest player that has the most experience for them. That is probably the best player behind Henderson. Is Henderson still a you know underclassman or he's actually a junior this year? He's been doing this. He's been playing well for so long. I think he was a uh, he was on varsity as a freshman, so he's been. Pretty much been key for them for a while now. All right. Excuse me. Just a sec. All right. Just had to attend to something real quick. But, yeah, I think CM is going to be um, one of the teams at the end, along with Ling English and Acton Boxborough. I think as um, far as, like, South Shore, they're probably the best team in the South Shore. You got a few other good teams out there. You got um, Attleboro, Mansfield, uh, um, that are good teams in the South Shore. I think we're going to say... Uh, it's a good amount of teams that to look out situate with um, Jack Poirier coming back for situate. So there's, there's, there's some good teams in the South Shore you got to look out for. I think CM is one of those teams as well from like the West Roxbury part, which I consider that South Shore. Now representing in, the, in more of the Western part of Massachusetts, you got a few good players, I mean, a few good teams. In there, Andover is one of the better teams out there. But look out for Lowell. 
which I think that would be my final team in mass that I, you should expect to be really good this year. Lowell didn't, didn't do that well in the playoffs, but they did have a good record last year. They got a nice one-two punch with senior guard Nate Sowell, which is about, he's a, he's a speedster. He's a five-six point guard that, that can flat out, you know, change the game with his speed and athleticism. And then you have Carlos Nunez, which is 5'9", 5'10", 2-guard. Small backcourt, but they're very fast. Both of them can score. Both of them can create a lot of havoc out there. And they also have pretty good role players around those two that really helped them be a really good defensive team. I think they were one of the better defensive teams last year. So expect them to do the same. And then... And to wrap it up for Mass, the, probably the private uh, private prep school to look out for in Massachusetts is Worcester Academy. Um, as you've know, as we noted, all the uh, commitments that happened um, the past couple months, Worcester Academy is probably the few teams that had a lot of them that came out. If you look at Judson Martindale, he he just uh, got. Um, committed to uh, Holy Cross. Joseph Gwendule, I think he's going to Iowa. I think, I don't, I'm not 100% sure with that, but I think he's committed to a school. I believe it is Iowa, but I have to double check on that. And then Quest Harris, still uncommitted. But like I said, that's three guys that are definitely looked at from D1 schools that play for Worcester Academy. And it's, it's, a, it's a deep squad. And those are probably the best players on that squad. So look out for Worcester Academy. Also, you know, Dare Academy is pretty good as well. But I think Worcester Academy would probably be the best in Massachusetts. Now for the next state, we got Connecticut. We got some big time uh, uh, talented teams in Connecticut this year. But we're gonna, you're gonna hear some familiar um, names, like pretty much what you've seen from last year. That pretty much have you know, big time players coming back for them. So expect them to be right where they were last year. We'll start with East East Catholic, which they will be playing in that Hoopal Classic uh, next month. Um, they do return um, the Yale commit Matt Nolan. The six 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 seven guard, the left hander that can can dribble, penetrate, get in the lane, shoot, you know, and can shoot from anywhere from the three point line out to all the way to inside. Um, but far as far as that, they they did lose a lot. They did lose Joey Riley to transfer Porter. I think he transferred to a, a bigger private school. Um, they lost to Jalen Hunter to Old Dominion. So Matt Nolan has, has got a big, you know, he's got a big um, load to lift with this team. But I think East Catholic has still got a very sound team around him. So they should be pretty good anyways. It shouldn't matter. Because they they have a lot of talent around them, 
But I think Matt Millen obviously sticks out as a guy that's going to be looked at as a D1 prospect in which he is committed to a D1 school, which obviously he should be happy with his choice because Yale's doing really good right now. It's probably halfway there to getting 20 wins already. So I think Matt Nolan could definitely add a lot to that team as already constructed. But I think the team that might be actually better than East Catholic this year, which obviously... Uh, They've definitely had some battles last year, you know, in the championship game and then in, also in the regular season. Uh, Windsor, I think that's the team that might actually win it all this year in Connecticut. Uh, they bring back their explosive backcourt and Primal Spears and Corey McKeithen, which all both of those guys are rated in my top 50 for Rims and Nets um, top 100. I mean, they're just explosive. They both can score at a high level. They both can break down the defense with dribble penetration. They both shoot the ball fairly well. So I think Windsor is a team that looks like they're ready to overtake the Giant because East Catholic has won the state uh, state championship the past three years. And Winsler had a a really good chance to knock them off last year, and I think this will be the year for them to get over the hump and win, you know, states in, in, in Connecticut. Also, another team that had a really good year last year, um, they only lost one game, but obviously they, you know, they fell short of, you know, winning their, they did win their, um, they're in the Class 2, Windsor and Ace Catholic in Class uh, class 1. Uh, Waterford is in Class 2, but Waterford is one of the better teams in Connecticut, I think even though they're a class behind those other big powers. They did lose J.J. Brennan, one of their top scorers, but they got a stacked team around him, returning a lot of good uh, role players from last year. So they should, you know, be able to uh, get get themselves in position to win it next year, the Class 2 Division Championship next year. Um, they had one of the better coaches. Uh, he won the uh, state best co- coach of the year last year. So Waterford should be good. They're also going to be playing uh, Woodstock, um, which obviously we all know Woodstock Academy, one of the better prep schools in Connecticut. So they're going to be playing Woodstock as well as a non-conference game. So that would definitely be a test. We'll see if they can pull off that upset. But Waterford should be one of the better teams in Connecticut. All right, so to wrap it up for the private school in Connecticut, uh, you got Putnam Academy, which they got a loaded squad. Loaded, loaded squad. Led by Texas A&M commit, Hassan Diary. Um, He's an explosive athlete. Very good at breaking down the defense. Can dunk on people. Has very very good hops out there, so I mean he's he's definitely a guy to look out for on that roster. I have him ranked in the top three in my rims and nets. I have him thinking rate. I think I have him rated number three in my rims and nets. Uh, um, top one hundred, which we'll you know see that the final part of that piece on the website. Get that for you this week. But he'll be listed on that top five of that of that list. 
other than that, they got a, they got a bunch of other players that I'm pretty sure I have mentioned on the uh, top 100 list. They got a few players that are on that all over that list. Hassan Dyer is probably the best one out of, out of out of the bunch, as you know he's playing for an SEC team, so that's pretty good. That's so you know you're a pretty good player. All right, so for the next state, got New Hampshire, which probably the best team I think in New Hampshire. Even though they lost quite a bit of talent last year, is Exeter. Extra high school. They lost Josh Morissette to grad, uh, not graduation. I think he moved on to a private school. So they lost him. I think he went to Philip Extra, which is a, a private school in New Hampshire. But they still have guard uh, Ryan Gariva. And I think he has the potential to have a huge year this year. I think he's pretty much going to be the lead guy for them. Watch out for him. His his scoring output to be much better than what it was last year. I mean, I thought I still thought he was a good scorer last year, but I think he'll probably jump a few points per game this year. Now that he's the lead cog on the team, and he still got some decent you know role players around him as well. Their backcourt's pretty good around him, so. We'll see how extra it does. I think they have a chance to win it all again this uh, uh, this year as well as they did last year. And then the second team I think you got to look out for is uh, Salem, which obviously had a great year last year. They were in the championship game. They played against Exeter. They ended up losing that game. Um, they did bring back one of their leading scorers in Trevor Domenico. So that's going to help them out a lot. I thought they were impressive. I've seen a few uh, games and footage of them. They they, they got a, a decent squad that's bringing back you know a fair amount of talent from last year's team, and they'll be right there in the end, I think. And obviously, the private school to look out for. We all know what they what this team is capable of doing. Brewster Academy. They're so stacked all over the place. I think they're probably one of the most talented teams in the entire country. I think. We have probably a Kentucky commit, um, Boston native, Terrence Clark leading the, leading the troops. He's only a junior, by the way. He's still, but he's supposed to be reclassifying for 2020. So technically, he might technically be a senior in, in a way because he's reclassifying, but he's supposed to be in, in the 2020 class now. And then you have Matt Cross, which we all know he just uh, committed to Miami. You got Jamal Mashburn Jr. He just committed to Minnesota. You got DeMar Langford. He committed to BC. So they already have all their guys, their top guys on the team committed to teams already. And they, they still got a full year to go. So got some West Coast rap playing in the background. But anyways, there's little little Tupac or whatever. Just playing in the background. But, yeah, so, yeah, I would say, like, with those four guys, and they have a few other guys. Dockery is a guy I put on my uh, top 100 list. He's not even from New England. He's from, um, believe, the Maryland area. So they, they, they got a deep squad. They got a very, very, very deep squad. And some guys can't even really get, you know, 
Like, it's tough for them to share the ball out there because all those guys are pretty much lead guys on the you know the high school teams that they left to to join that you know high that pretty much that all star team out there. So I mean, but like I said, if anyone wants to see them, you know they're in New Hampshire. I don't know exactly in New Hampshire. Probably have to do a Google search for that, but. They will be playing that uh, that um, that Hoopal Classic uh, next month. They will be featured in that in that tournament. All right, so we'll move on to the next state, um, Rhode Island. I'll be right back. I just need to fix something. All right. Sorry about that. But like I said, we'll move on to the next state, Rhode Island. Take up the top teams in Rhode Island. And I would say the top team is North Kingstown. Um, they're bringing black Clay Bocher, which he's on my list. He's I think I've rated him 76 on my top 100 list. He's back. They got a, a talented backcourt around him. John Cujo, Kuno, and Nick Sacheretti. Nick Sacchesetti. Um, like I said, they they're, they're very good defensively. They they attack the passing lanes, get steals, very quick. Clay Bocher probably plays that three four position for them. They've got a fairly small team uh, compared to you know teams that I've seen, but in Rhode Island they're gonna it's good enough to, for them to be one of the better teams in the country. I think their backcourt is the best in Rhode Island. We have those three guys together. They're really good. Um. And of course, Clay Boach is one of the better scorers in, in the state. So you got that going for them. They, that, plus the experience they had from winning the championship last year. They're going to be really good. Look out for them. Next uh, team is which played North Kingstown in the championship game is Woonsocket. Um, they bring back, you know, fair amount of their team from last year. They did lose Robinson O'Hara, which that's a huge loss. I mean, Robinson, uh, yeah, Robinson O'Hara, huge loss, but I feel like they were a deep team last year without them, and I think they'll be fine, and I think they'll be right there, you know, in the end to be competing with with North Kingstown or possibly maybe Bishop Hendrick, which Bishop Hendrick had a strong year last year as well. I don't don't think they have a, a strong as strong of a team as last year, but I th- you know who knows they could su- surprise some people. Um, the third team, which we've all been waiting for uh, Shea High School to really do something. I think Erickson Barnes is the best player in the state, pretty much. Far as like the high school private ranks, I mean, excuse me, public ranks. I think Erickson Bonds is a guy that could be playing in, in a public, I mean, a private school, but he chose to stay in the public ranks. 
Um, he had a game where he scored, what, 50, 60 points in one, of the, one game uh, not too long ago. It was like a year or two, year, or two years ago. So this guy's an unbelievable scorer. Just drinking a sip of water. But yeah. Uh, hopefully, I mean, they could be right there in the end. I mean, the guy's a great scorer. Hopefully, he can translate that into wins. That would be awesome. So, I just think, you know, it's, you know Rhode Island's going to be right open this year. It's, I mean, besides North Kingstown, there's really not many teams out there that you can say that are extremely talented. They're not as strong as maybe Connecticut or, or, or Massachusetts or Maine. I think, I think anyone could possibly win Rhode Island if, if they just have the right mix of players and, 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 you know, maybe experience definitely helps, but just it all depends on how well you're playing. I think anyone can come out of Rhode Island and win it all. And it's not a it's not a really deep um, state either. I would probably say out of all the states in New England, I think Rhode Island's probably the least talented. I mean, it's just not deep. It's just not a, you know it's not a big state, so it's not really deep in talent. So, but Erickson Bonds definitely sticks out. It's a guy that could be a D one prospect as well. Um, he played on he played on a Nike EYB roster, so that's saying something. Hopefully he can have a excuse me. Hopefully he can have a breakout season to validate all that all that attention. So the private team to look out for is uh, St. Andrews. Obviously, you know we've seen in the past all the talent that they brought out of there. Um. They have a few guys to look out for, so expect them to. I mean, if you look at my um, top 100 list, there's a few guys that are definitely um, D1 prospects on that roster. So they're they're pretty deep, as far as like a private school in Rhode Island. They should. St. George is also another school that's pretty deep as well. Um, so let's move on to the next state. Guys, we're probably wrapping up. You got Vermont, and then we got Maine, which I think Maine is probably one of my favorites because they got some schools that are pretty good. Um, Vermont, I would say they're pretty. I don't know if I had to say Rhode Island, Vermont. They're they're like neck and neck with each other with talent. They're not that deep. A lot of the a lot of the better players that in Vermont end up leaving. Cam Ferris, which played for Rice Memorial, he ended up leaving, ended up going to Redemption Christian. A private school, I believe it leaves in Massachusetts. So he left. Leo uh, Leo Quaken, he ended up leaving. He ended up going to Worcester Academy in Massachusetts. That's another guy that you know that Worcester Academy was able to potch out from another smaller school to add to you know that great you know star-studded team they already have. So losing those two guys, Rice and Warrior, you wouldn't expect them to be where they're at. I still think they're still one of the better teams in Vermont. After losing all that, they still have um, – they had an underclassman that's really become a great uh, – very good player for them. 
which I believe will be a junior this year, is a uh, guard. And these names are so tough, man. Uh, I don't know his first name, but it's Nate, 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 Um, obviously he's African descent. So very good athlete, very good defender. Um, like I said, I'll definitely give you some updates throughout the year on him. Um, hopefully I'll be able to pronounce his name better the next time I try to pronounce it. But yeah, he's going to be a big, big cog for them. You know, they lost a lot with those two, you know, star-studded players, but they were able to keep him, keep him in the fold. And I think that's going to really help Rice to be right there in the end. Um, another uh, strong shoot, which I think could possibly win it all. I think they might have the most talent overall in that in Vermont. St. John's Borough Academy. Logan Wendell, we all know he's a stud. I have him rated in the top 100. I think I have him rated number 96. He's one of the better shooters out there in, in, in the state. Then they have a 6'9 center, Andrew Cowan, that could be a, an intriguing player to look out for. Once again, he's 6'9", center, Andrew Cowan. Kind of, you know, a guy that wasn't talking about before, just kind of discovered him. So look out for him. He definitely gives them plenty of size. When you have a 6'9", center in Vermont, you're probably going to be one of the bigger players in the state, and he he is. So look out for him to uh, do some damage out there inside. I mean, they got a deep, they got some nice role players around them. They got a pretty decent sized team. Another team to look out for is South Burlington, which I think they have arguably the most explosive shooter in, in the in the state. And Evan Parker, I have him rated number ninety two, I think, in my top one hundred in the room tonight's um, New England top one hundred. So. Let's see if he can put up some huge numbers this year. Set some records offensively. I think he's an explosive scorer. Can do a lot of different things for you. Um, coming off of pin downs and screens. So expect South Burlington to be right there in the end. It's one of the better teams. The private school to watch for in the state is Vermont Academy. They're led by center Jay Cook which uh, just committed to LIU, Long Island. So he is from New York. So basically, you know, he's, he's going to be one of their better players. So look out for them. They got a pretty uh, decent squad overall. He's probably the guy that sticks out for them. I have Jay Cook rated um, somewhere in the top 30 in my rims and that's um, list, uh, top 100 list. Now we go to the probably the, the the state that I really think is gonna surprise some people with their with their with their um teams this year. Um, they're pretty deep. I think this is a deep main. Um, this is a pretty deep main. Um, I'm trying to think of the word. It's a it's a it's a deep mix of teams from Maine this year. And I probably would name about maybe four teams 
There possibly could be five teams I could name, but I'll name four. Um, we'll start with uh, Bonnie Eagle, of the Bonnie Eagle Scots, led by Zach Matero, one of the better point guards out there. I have him rated um, in the 80s. I believe he's in the 80s in my top 100 um, list. He's like one of the better scorers in the state. And they have an extremely deep team around him. Pretty good size around him as well. Which he's a smaller guy. He's about 5'10". But he's, he, he can do it all. He can score as well as he can get his teammates involved. He's just a, a playmaker out there. So Bonnie Eagle is definitely going to lean on him a lot to be big for them this year. Um, another team that's been a big surprise so far early on, which I mentioned um, early in the show, that Maine is one of the teams that started their season earlier than other teams. They've already got about four or five games already in already, which right now we're in, um, we're in uh, mid-December right now. Um, so they got a few dynamic scorers. Which have definitely um, definitely has progressed into something this year. Um, Brady Cummins is one of them, and also Will McDonald. They've had a strong start. They already uh, upset Greenlee, which we all know uh, how good Greenlee is. We all know how good Logan Bagshaw is. So that that was impressive. They they were able to beat Greenlee and look out for them to be a, a, a key player in the end. Uh, another top team is Kennebrook. Kennebuck. A lot of uh people in the main area have like said that Kennebuck is probably one of the more de- better defensive minded teams and probably the more longer teams out there. Um, and they're led by um, Max Murray, which I have him rated. I believe I have him rated number ninety-seven on my list. Um, he should have a big year. He's kind of like a, a Swiss Army knife that does a um, lot of different things for them: rebound, score, pass, get steals, get blocks. Can do it. Can do it all on both ends of the floor. Um, probably the biggest thing about Kennebrook is their offense. But if their offense can improve, they're going to be a tough team to beat because, like I said, their length is really tough matchup for most teams. And and defensively, they can really be tough to beat defensively. One of the better defensive teams, probably perhaps the best defensive team in the state. And then the final public school that should get some attention this year is Greenlee. And like I said, just don't count them out, man, because we have one of the better players in state history and Logan Backshaw playing on that team, they have to be in there. Like they have to have a chance to be, you know, to be able to win it all. I mean, Logan Backshaw is going to go down as one of the better players in Maine high school basketball history. I mean, he's been unbelievable. He's been a guy that's played in varsity since his freshman year. This will be his senior year. And uh, he should have a breakout year, and hopefully he has a breakout year. Maybe he can get himself in position to be in some type of D1 school if, you know, everything falls right for him. 
but we'll see. And probably the top private school, which Maine's got a few of them. I think Hyatt School has the most talent. They have the best backcourt pretty much in the state, hands down. And Aiden Carpenter and Jalen Graham, those guys are rated top 50 on my list, on the Rims and Nets list for the top 100 for high school. So Aiden Carpenter, Jalen Graham, that backcourt tandem is deadly. Expect him to have a huge year this year. Aiden Carpenter already committed to Siena. Jalen Graham is, I believe, uncommitted right now, but I think he's definitely going to be looked at as a lot of players like his athleticism. So, yes, I think I think uh, Maine's got a lot of top dogs this year. They're very top heavy, so expect those powers to do well this year. All right, so we're going to take a break. We'll get into segment two. Uh, basically, we're going to talk about the Celtics, you know, all their injuries and whatnot. And, you know, we'll, you know, kind of give us, give you a little review because I've obviously missed, you know, the past few weeks. Give you a review of what happened when I was gone. Getting obviously, we'll preview the, um, I'll preview the um, Detroit Pistons game and also we'll give you a view of the Celtics and Mavs game. So we'll we'll be right back with the next segment. Also, like I said, we'll also add on, you know, a little bit of college basketball. So that will be another long segment. This one lasted almost almost an hour. So this is going to be a long show, probably, probably one of my longer shows. All right, so we'll be right back. You listen to the Rims Nest podcast. This is your host, Rob Morris. We'll be right back. <laughs> 